Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dungeon Crawler Network presents Tales of Tamriel. Good afternoon ladies and gentlemen and welcome to episode 122 of Tales of Tamriel, brought to you by the Dungeon Crawler Network and of course our sponsors are at patreon.com slash dungeoncrawlernetwork. I'm your host Arkanir and joining me today again the man with the voice, Ryan. How are you doing good sir? Hello, hello. I'm not too bad, thank you. Also joining us as you may remember him from the previous episode, um, one of our sponsors over at Patreon, Sean. And how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys feeling? Uh, I'm tired. I'm tired. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to do the show. Um, before we begin, uh, those, who are, those who are watching this show live, and unless we can fix it for those who are watching this as the recorded version, we are having some serious um, problems with the Skype. Um, we don't know why we haven't been able to figure that out. Uh, it is also the reason why we have started the show late. Um, you may hear some robotic voices from Sean or some static because he had to uh, connect from his phone. And as I said, we don't know what's causing the problem, but I'll try to get rid of those as best as I can during the, uh, you know, after editing. But in case I can't, um, sorry about the entire thing. And even if I do, um, sorry for those who watch the show live. And yes, Zelot, who fired Avi? No one fired Avi, but he can join us because um, he's like at work today. So, you know, we won't be able to see him this show. So um, I got a question. Is this where we yeah. go buy a bunch of Blame Krabby t-shirts from Dungeon Crawler? Um, yes, you can buy Blame Krabby t-shirts from the <laughs> store of Dungeon Crawler. Blame them for the Skype crawl. Oh yeah, blame him for everything. Like, the reason Avi is not here, that's probably because of Krabby too. I don't know. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, now that the apology and the announcement of the situation is out there, 
we can begin with the show. First up, I want to take the quick mentions out of the way real quick because, you know, of course, we have some great news this week. Um, our quick dimension this week is that the PlayStation 4 is actually giving Skyrim and Fallout 4 mod support. However, um, these will be uh, limited mod support and uh, what that is is that you can actually only use the creation kit in um, available by the game itself. So you can't bring any assets from outside, from any external source. But still, even with the creation kit, you, uh, people can do amazing stuff, so it's good and it's a move in the right direction from Sony, from PlayStation. Um, so rejoice, PlayStation players. You are actually getting the mods right now. Um, do you guys have anything to say about that? Any comments? Happy for them. Like, I'm yeah. an Xbox fan, so I was getting it anyway, <laughs> but it would have sucked if it was a reversal. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean it kind of a I guess it's kind of a victory. I mean, if it was me, I wouldn't be too happy that it's limited. Like that's what mods are, that's the freedom of like creativity. So to be kind of like um restricted on that, mm -hmm. it would from, diminish my gameplay. From what I remember though, they were thinking like the Xbox was gonna be limited at first to only the base game stuff, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. not like have toy trucks flying as dragons and whatnot as yeah. you can on the PC. Yeah, so, I, mean, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's a uh, move in the right direction, and maybe if they force enough, they can get you know full access to um, the entire mods. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, and hello, everyone in the chat. I'm, today I'm actually monitoring the chat properly, I have it here, so unless it bugs out and stops updating, I'm going to try and follow everything. And hey Amanda, hey Zolot, hey Akira, um, and hey everyone else. Um, sorry, it, the chat updated up, so I missed some of it. Anyway, um, let's move on with the news, because as we all know, update 12, and in the other name, in the, you know, um, one Tamriel has released this Wednesday and also we have some news about the housing so we have a lot of things to talk about mm. what we are going to do this week is instead of doing a discussion topic we'll just integrate the discussion topic into the patch notes and the housing news so we'll discuss stuff as we go, as we go forward um, so there are about 20 pages long patch notes, so I'm going to skip most of the fixes and improvements. If you want them, you can um, read them from the forums. Oh, I I'm talking like I'm getting stunned right now. Right? Sorry about that. <laughs> Being tired is, you know. Anyway, uh, if I don't start, I'll just keep blabbering on, and I don't think that will be good. The size of the update is approximately 2.3 gigabytes, so there is that. Um, one time real, the game content in ESO is no longer gated by your character level. And so what that means is anywhere you go, like in any single player Elder Scrolls game, the monsters, the quests, whatever, everything in the game is now scaled to your level, or vice versa. I mean, it's pretty much the same thing. 
but you can any content is now relative so if you, even if you are max level and you go to the one of the starter areas you still get experience you still can um, you want to enjoy the challenge to a degree so there's that and I've been enjoying this this a lot especially now that I'm trying to level my European character and you know I skipped a lot of quests during the grinding set grinding and now I can go back and do all of those quests and it's actually amazing Ryan why don't you go ahead and tell us what you think about the one Tamriel aspect of this update yeah I, I really like it I've got so much to do now with the new pledges um, not a fan of the 400 jewel requests I get when I enter the main city but you can turn it off, but um, no, like um, what was it? I got like say like thirty keys. It's so good having all them pledges. The game, oh my god, does it feel so much more alive? It, there's just so many people about. It's amazing, and um, dark anchors. Oh, they got opened up now. So um, you do fighters guild dailies there. That's amazing. Everyone goes to them. Everything's just so much more alive, and it is such a good update for the game's life. What about you, Sean? I mean, I know you haven't get the update yet, but... Yeah, I'm a little jealous right now. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we don't get the update till October 18th, and I keep seeing new things, and just like, guys, in Guild Chat, be like, we're getting this. Save, like, I'm telling everyone to save their crafting roots right now, so they can get basically double resources while it drops, because you you know about that. And, yeah, I don't know, I'm excited for it, though. (laughs) I mean, it's... You know, the fact that consoles get the updates a little later is uh, sucks, probably sucks for you guys, but it is what it is. That is why we always say, come to PC, play with us. We get everything up, well, right? You but, probably might have less bugs. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know about that. I had my characters locked inside Rothgar before, and I couldn't mm-hmm. access them for about three weeks. So I oh. couldn't play the game for three weeks. Oh, wow. Well, how how did that happen? That... Um, well, the entire, when I was, so, before they fixed this, you would port into Rothgar at the Orsinium Way Shrine, mm-hmm. and if you started running on your horse afterwards, after about, say, 100 meters distance, you would get booted to your dashboard home screen, and then you try to log back in, and if you click on that character that you got booted out with, they were stuck in, like, an infinite logout kick loop. And you had to send in reports to Zenimax and get your guys uh, ported out to a different area. And so now I never port on that way shrine ever. So when I return to my crafting ritz, I actually go to Chateau way shrine in the north and then travel south to turn in my crafting ritz. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's... I mean, there are... Every now and then there are (laughs) bugs, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, that was was a big one that I saw quite Mm -hmm. a lot on forums getting reported. Yeah, I was sad. I only play one character, so. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so like update um, one time real update. I actually deleted my game. I had to reinstall the entire game. So. Oh wow. Uh, I mean, they've done that to girlfriend as well, and she's still installing it now. Two days later. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big game. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and I think they remove. You know, they removed the uh, server select from. Uh, the launcher, and I think they removed the entire client. I'm not sure, so probably something went wrong there. I'm not sure, but... Oh, that confused a lot of people. That was funny seeing the forums that day. 
and it's, it's still confusing a lot about of it. people. I mean, um, it's there are a lot of topics on Reddit that you know people are having troubles logging into the European side of the client. But there is a little trick there, which I will mention later, um, because I think it's in the patch notes somewhere here, so we'll get there. But yeah, overall, one time real is being great, and the fact that, as you said, um, everywhere is crowded now, it actually feels like an MMORPG. It actually feels like Tom Real because there are people everywhere now. Um, it used to be on the mirror running around without any people, and now I, I actually see people, even though some of those people are Aldemir Dominion, you know, which I kind of, uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but technically you saw, like, high elves and whatnot in other areas because of the race thing, if you had the expansion for it or whatever. Yeah, but now you like know any they're race an anywhere. Yeah, now, now you know they're AD. <laughs> now you know, so you just know they chose the wrong faction. <laughs> Actually, um, my throat's running dry, and I'm, it actually hurts, so I'm going to grab some water and be right back. Sorry about that. Blame Krabby. <laughs> well then, we have it okay. to ourselves. <laughs> yeah, so what's your favorite part of this update so far, if you could pick one while he's gone? Hmm. Um... The amount of daily quests I have, I actually quite enjoy. I mean, there's a lot of reason for me to log on every day to do stuff. I mean, I have my oh, okay. uh, Undaunted quest daily, Fighters Guild quest daily, the Majors Guild quest daily, and then free um, pledges. And it just gives me so much to do every day on my main character. Whereas before, mm -hmm. I, I only really had two pledges to do a day. So I didn't have any reason to log on. Okay, like, I'm excited for the Fighters Guild and Mages Guild quest dailies. Like, I remember, like, right now I'm working on doing, like, I still do all my heists and whatnot for the Thieves Guild. I'm trying to get all the uh, motifs from there, and I can actually get a perfect run for them. And yeah. then the Dark Brotherhood, I can't get for the stupid people. Oh, they just I know never what you mean. spawn. <laughs> I am doing, the bla it's the Blackest Sacrament achievement. Yeah. Oh, my it's, God, I've got I just three need people four that just never people spawn. And I can't, yep. Yeah. Look right, at so it every anyway. single day. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I'm back, by the way. Sorry about that. Uh, I, I think I'm getting sick. I don't know. I don't know what's Krabby. happening to me today. Yeah, blame Krabby. <laughs> and blame Avi and blame Agilos. All of them. Just, just blame, blame everyone. It's always <laughs> easy to blame everyone. Everyone except me. No? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so our next um, topic is Kraglon, which has been redesigned for solo content now instead of being only you know it being requirement as a group play um i haven't been into craglorn since it's been, since the update i actually completed the story with our guild wings of fate when we had the craglorn night so i didn't go back but from what i hear in the zone chat and in the guild chat now it's a lot crowded yeah that's um that's actually quite a funny thing um they made it solo because you can never get people there to do the group content with <laughs> and now it's solo it's rammed with people that you could do the group <laughs> content with <laughs> yeah there, uh, there there is an irony there yeah yeah it did give me quite a giggle but um <laughs> no I, I went back i've done it all i dragged ellie along forced her to do everything with me 
Uh, what about you, Sean? Have you done the Craglorn or just skipped well, it? No, I did Craglorn basically yeah. by myself anyway. So, like, being a tank, I was able to just self-sustain and kill shit or kill stuff along the way. And it just took me a long time. And then I would use buddies to, like, stand on the pedestals when I needed them to. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of how I did Craglorn for the <laughs> longest time. I mean, as long as it works. But, yeah, they, as Ryan just said, there is an irony there that, you know, you wouldn't be able to find people before, but now that it's solo, everyone is there, and there's no reason for it to be solo anymore. So, you know, it's, it's kind of a weird stuff going on there. Um, but, you know, it is what this. Man, I'm losing, using, it is what this a lot. And I got, I picked up, picked that up from Agelos, I don't know why. Blame Jealous. Yeah, blame Jealous. I think you're blaming a lot of those quests today. in there, though. Like in Craiglorn. Like there were what? CP, or there were Vet Rank 13 when I did them. Mm-hmm. All the Craiglorn stuff. And yeah. like, there's no reason to go do those quests, but there are a bunch of dailies in there, I remember. Like eight or nine of them, I want to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, they resetted everything, so, and now that the mm-hmm. Wonder is out there, I mean, it's a whole lot new you know, experience and champion points uh, source there. So, you know, it's, it would be a good idea to go back and do all those stuff again. <clears throat> um, then we have the dungeons. Uh, now, every dungeon has the veteran mode, unlike before, like uh, the frost... Actually, I can't remember, the dire frost keep. Dire frost keep. Yeah, for example, didn't have a veteran version. And all those... Uh, dungeons that didn't have a veteran version now have one, and all those dungeons that had a veteran version now has a second version, like um, Fungal Grado 1 and Fungal Grado 2. Um, and they all drop individual monster and monster mask and shoulder sets, which um, I think ma- makes up to 16 new monster sets, which is a lot. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to try any of these new dungeons yet. Because, you know, I mainly play on North American Mega Server, and my, due to my classes having, you know, started, I've been unable to find people and do it from the guild, because, you know, I'm living seven hours in front of North America. However, have you guys been able to do any of the new dungeons? Uh, except you, Sean, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it happened. Yeah, that's all I've been doing since the update came out. Um, it's quite funny. Um... And I'm just going to do this as a PSA. Every dungeon has a hard mode now. So if you're in a dungeon, stop running towards the boss straight away. <laughs> Let someone read the scroll. The amount of new dungeons I've done, and people just zoomed in, and I'll be like, um, can we wipe? You forgot the hard mode. And they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's quite funny. The dungeons are really good. Like, I do silver now. I am now doing content I didn't. Because there's a reason to. They're they're fun. It's not like, oh, it's going to be 20 minutes. Like, oh, it's like, oh, this is a fun dungeon. It's it's a bit confusing with the whole one and two. Like, I've got in a group and people are like, which one do we go to? Uh, um, um, wait, how do we get there? Wait, <laughs> wait, do we put a veteran? Do we put it normal? I was like, oh my god. But um, they're really fun. Um, it is a bit weird when you're like, oh, but this was a normal dungeon. Why, what, what? Where do I go? What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> like it, it, it opens up so much 
content to you, so much more replayability, and the rewards are great. Like so many sets drop now, mm-hmm. and they're really fun dungeons. The hard mode, sorry, um, the hard mode is it adds a bit more health for the new hard modes, but it's actually a struggle in the sense that it just it's a long lasting battle. Every hard mode, it just takes a long time to do. So, they've got so much health, so they are enjoyable, kind of difficult content, which is a really good addition. Uh, how hard is the hard modes? I mean, you know, uh, previously, if you if the pledge was the Fungal Grotto or Wayward Sewers or any of these old dungeons that are not White Gold Tower or uh, you know Imperial City Prison, you would go, okay, this is an easy one. Let's you know bash through it in like 20 minutes to 30 minutes and you know get the key. However, now that there's hard modes, how hard are those you know old dungeons that were deemed easy before? Can you? Well, from they are a lot harder because the hard mode now um, it increases the boss's health. It's the final boss's health, mm. and um, so it makes the battle last a lot longer. And and that's all I think it does. I might be wrong, but from what I've what people have told me and what from what, what I've seen, the hard mode mm. only changes the boss's health. Oh, and so the the average boss using hard mode is about six million, almost seven million health. So it's a very long battle. Um, oh, sorry, I'm so gassy today. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I done Arx Corinium because I think that was the first pledge when One Tariel mm-hmm. came out, and um, it took longer than 20 minutes. I didn't get the speed run because it was a long boss fight. It was a long old boss fight, the old one. Because um, she's got like the um, Lamia has got difficult, kind of difficult mechanics where you can't stand in water. Mm-hmm. So. A lot of it, we couldn't attack her for it because if we attacked her, we'd die. And because she had so much health, it lasted quite a long time to so the point where, um, and I mean, like this wouldn't normally normally happen, but this was with a very average group. It got to the point where, even though this was just a what used to be a normal dungeon, we were doing it better in hard mode. It actually got to the point where my group was saying, "Oh, should we like try it without hard mode?" So it does give a bit more difficulty into the game, which is quite enjoyable. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, the dungeons have to be difficult. I mean, that, make that, the people cry blood, the tears. Yeah, or tears yeah. of blood. <laughs> you you have to cry blood in dungeons. Oh yes. Um, by the way, about the uh, the new how the dungeons work now with the new system, Akeda just um, commented in the chat. Uh, Miss Biz posted a great video explaining the new pledgeant dungeons dungeon workings now. Um, you should check that out. Miss Biz, uh, she makes a lot of Elder Scrolls related content and she has a great YouTube channel. You should go check her out. I'll actually leave a link in the description below. Um, so there's that. Thanks for um, you know bringing that up. Uh, so what's the new official schedule? Uh, Justin, for now we are going over the patch notes as we discuss them. You know, We kind of combined the discussion and the patch notes together. So we are doing that right now. Uh, so where was I? One second. Okay. Um, the the undaunted, yeah. Um, the undaunted pleasures uh, are also changed. You, we don't get any more uh, bronze, silver, or gold keys anymore. We actually get undaunted keys as a reward, and they actually reward a shoulder set piece with each use. However, I mean, it doesn't mean that you'll still get the one you need, 
Like, um, I remember someone in the chat, yeah, oh yeah, it's you, you're right, it's your comment. So I guess you have something to say about this. <laughs> Sorry, I need a minute. Um, yes, I have five max level characters. I've done pledges for the last two days on all of them. All three pledges. I just want one Selene's shoulder. This is something like, this is over 30 keys, easily. I haven't got a single piece of the ones that I need. And it's crushing when you get them six keys and you're like, you're thinking with six keys, come on, I'm going to get this piece. No. Okay, next character, six keys. Nope. So I was worried that you'll have like all the set pieces you want as soon as. Ah, oh, they don't drop that quick. <laughs> um, so yeah, quite a big pull. It's nice, but um, yeah, you're not guaranteed at all to get the one you want. <laughs> Didn't they split the keys in three different chests? So, like, the middle chest is all, like, the DLC ones, and the right chest and left chest have, like, each half the dungeons? Yeah, so, um, the middle chest is the DLC shoulders. Um, the, what used to be the silver chest is now Redbeard's chest, the, um, Bosma who gives you pledges. Mm -hmm. So, all the dungeons he gives you as a pledge. Oh, okay, I see. Like, yeah, so if you, um, he gives the Selene pledge, so to get the Selene shoulder, you need to open his chest, and the same with uh, the uh, Madge, well, whatever her second name is. Mm -hmm. So her pledges give them shoulders. Yeah, I think okay. there is um, a post about this on Deltia's webpage, um, deltiasgaming.com. Uh, he has this, you know, picture with sets showing all the chests and stuff like that. Yeah, if you need, you should, you can go check that out. Or um, it's also written in the patch notes. But if you don't want to go through it, you can um, go try that. Also, you, you are, you can get up to six keys, six undoubted keys per day now. Um, completing a normal dungeon will give you a single key. Completing a veteran version of a dungeon will also give you a single key. Actually, how do you get six? I'm confused. Um, okay. Doing, doing the veteran hard mode will give you uh, two undaunted keys, which ended up being four. Why do I remember six? There's three people three who give you dungeons. Pledges, yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Is it six or was it five? I don't know. It's one six. of them, too. Yeah. Either way, it's a lot of keys. Yeah, there's three pledge givers now, aren't there? Because there's um, DLC. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, there's also the itemization changes, which is actually a long topic because it actually explains everything about the changes and it's, you know, um, it's a long topic. So I think I'll just skip this. Basically, you are getting set pieces from pretty much anywhere right now. You know, all the chests, all the, you know, um, anchors, all the, uh, What's the name? Treasure maps are actually giving you some sort of item with the set bonus. Yeah, there's um another one I wanted to mention. I don't think you read. Sorry if I cut you off and you're going to. No problem. Um, there's set pieces are now like rewards, uh, quest rewards. Um, I noticed it today when leveling a new character. When I was in Kanafi's Roost and doing the um like quests through there, instead of like um. One of the items I got used to be just a two-name, like two-word names item, and it wasn't a set piece. So now I got the item again, and it was a set piece. And when I done Banish Cells today, um, the quest reward used to be called Syrian's Last Stand, if I'm correct, and it was just a, it was just some legs, um, 
it is now Syrian's last stand of the something. It's a set piece now. Mm-hmm. So dungeon rewards are set pieces, and they're a set piece of the set that actually drops in that dungeon. So the rewards for dungeons have been really well done with sets in I mind. like that. Yeah, really useful. Like, I used a Grievous Ward Endurance Shield on my um, main character because he's a tank, and I literally have that shield only because it talks. No other reason. <laughs> <laughs> that is a decent shield. I kept hold of that one for a long, old time. Um, there are actually 30 new item sets that drop into Overland Zones. Um, there's a huge list. Uh, in the patch notes, it also you know, mentions where these item drops. But again, it's a very long list, so if you want to check that out, you can go into the forums and uh, read the patch notes. Because it would come in handy so, uh, knowing where to farm an item, now that having you know, 30 new sets... Ah, it's a long, it's, it's a long grind. <laughs> so I wanted to say something really quick in the patch notes. Um, so in your CP, there's a passive called uh, the Treasure Hunter, and... It, it, what that does, it proves the quality of items in that chest. And now chests um, can drop any item in the game, right? Or, well, any piece of item, like shoulder, jewelry, whatever. And so I have a, this is me just speculating, but what if you do, like, say, a dark anchor and you have that passive? Is there a chance to get a gold piece of jewelry? Because doing the dark anchors, you always get a jewelry piece. And if you have that passive, instead of getting a purple one, will you get a gold? Uh, I wouldn't believe so, because I'm pretty sure gold jewellery is reserved for, like, hardcore endgame content, like Vet Trials and DSA and... Yeah, I well, think, I think so. DSA. Yeah, yep, so I, yep. think, um, yeah, I yep. think gold items are locked behind that kind of uh, mm-hmm. hard content wall. So I think it's maybe, okay. like, for blue items up to purple instead of purple up to gold. Okay, yeah. but I don't know what they dropped in there, obviously, because I've not played it. Mm-hmm. I mean, get, getting gold jewelry from uh, anchors would be too easy. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't think they do that. Um, Justin says it's thirty total. I thought, and you might be right. Actually, uh, it might not be thirty new item sets, but just thirty items that drop in Overland zones. Um, I'm actually trying to see if any of those sets actually exist in the, in the game. And I think... You know what? I'm not sure. So I'll leave it at there instead of giving wrong information. I'll just I'm not sure. I, I think it says the 30 new sets if you in the patch notes. I mean, it's kind of a... You know, I'll just actually read the actual sentence. We added, we have added 30 item sets to drop in overland zones and dungeons, with the full list of names for the new sets below. It doesn't actually specify some. It's a weird wording. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, no. Um, yes, yeah, 30 sets overall. A lot of um sets that have already been in the game are dropping now. Oh yeah, like I remember. That's what I'm pretty sure. Oh. Because each zone and dungeon drops three item sets now, correct? One light, medium, heavy. Mm-hmm. So, oh, you know, some of these are, you know, actually these are, you know, specific. I think you know, some of these drop only heavy, some of these drop only medium. At least that's why what I saw in PTS. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Anyway, if any of you in the chat room have a, uh, you know, certain information, just let us know, and I'll actually mention it again during the show. It seems I am wrong. It is 30 new, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm all confused right now. I'll actually just leave the chat to discuss it for a while. Um, Justin, I see you are still typing, but you know, my brain at this 2 a.m. can't really process all this information. <laughs> so, um, let's move on. Uh, it's a drop locations. I'm actually skipping some of these. Um, World bosses throughout Temriel have been rebalanced to target groups of four instead of two. So this is why I've been dying a lot in European side. I, I I've been trying to do you know I I almost always solo the world bosses and I was trying to do so uh, after one Temriel in European side with my CP 17, 70 uh, character which is you know pretty weak uh, to do so as well and I've been di dying a lot. So I guess this was the reason for it. Um, what about you guys? Um, what about you, Ryan? Oh, Sean, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'll keep doing this throughout the show. It happens. <laughs> oh. um, well, boss, you change. Like I haven't tried them yet, to be honest. Um, I didn't really know what to do. I know um, it's not all world bosses you change, right? Um, it's yeah, it's not all of them. Actually, there is yeah. a list here, Aww. but yeah, it's only um, some of them. I think it's yeah. two per zone. Um, no, it is it, pretty cool. Um, like I said, it's just because um, good thing about Orsinium was like, and you're still seeing now if you go there, everyone's looking for a group. Same yeah. with the uh, Gold Coast, everyone's looking for a group to do that specific um, world boss. So, yeah. um, so to see that again, where people need to work together to take down something like a world boss, mm -hmm. is really good to see. And that's what world bushes should be. It should be like, oh my god, it spawned everyone quick. Come here now. I need all of you. And you yeah. all tackle this thing. I mean, oh, before this, I was like, oh, I've got to go get this world boss for this achievement. This one, this one, this one. Oh, it's done. Yeah. It's not impressive, is it? But, um, yeah. They've been very well reworked. Everything has. <laughs> So they only up. I thought they updated some of the bosses' mechanics so they were different. But so, are they like only some of the bosses have been made harder? Um, actually, I'll just give a couple examples from the patch notes. Um, as an example, in Alakir Desert, the lonely Papa's rage set rage sent sands crashing through the desert, wreaking destruction upon any who intrude upon his camp. I wish. You know, Zenimax didn't try to be poetic during the patch notes, so we actually <laughs> knew what was happening. <laughs> yeah. Um, or in Bankrokai, uh, whatever this boss is, experiments and dark sacrifices have unleashed a new breed of Ogrim upon Tamriel. Um, so, yeah, the patch notes doesn't exactly explain what they really did with these bosses. Yeah. <laughs> So I thought all this stuff was that they redid some of the mechanics, and I thought they made it all the bosses harder, like uh, Rothgar. Like obviously, I don't know because I've not played it yet. But I'm, I'm sure they are not as you know not like the Rothgar bosses. 
because no, I was able yeah, to no. you know kill some of those with you know two or three person. And Aww. you know there there is also the fact that my European character is quite weak. He doesn't have proper armor, and he's only CP seventy, so you know he's not at his best. Which is Does also he gets scaled up now though, right? So yeah, he's stronger yeah. anyway. Any any increasement to make it even a tiniest bit harder is still good. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. waiting until world bosses are world bosses. Everyone in his own drops everything and runs. Yeah. But probably won't come. I mean, I would, you know, they could add something like a single world boss in in a zone or maybe in a DLC uh, zone. Um, that is actually that hard that you can actually oh, cool. kill without yeah. having twenty, thirty, maybe more people. Like, like I mean, a world raid boss. Oh yeah. Yeah, right. that'd be kind of cool. Like, can you imagine? Like, obviously, this is not in the game. And nothing about it being planned, but like, say on the world map, you'd have like a skull and crossbones that's walking around, and he will spawn in one of the random zones, whether it's a DLC zone or anywhere in the Tamriel. But there's only one of them at a time, and like it'll literally take like forty, fifty people to take him down. Like that would be really cool. I mean, I actually love those. You know, back in the day, um, we actually talked about this too. When I was a kid, I used to play Silk Road Online. Uh, which which was a free-to-play, you know, Chinese-themed, uh, rare visual game uh, back in the day. And they had these uh, certain bosses that people would camp for maybe hour or maybe a couple hours just for it to spawn so they could, you know, all 50 people or something attack it. And I know there's um, certain creatures like that in Guild Wars 2, Dragons or something I can't really remember. I played uh, Guild Wars for a very little time, but yeah, I I love world events that actually require a lot of people instead of uh, you know above average party of four people. You know? Yeah. Make make me play with people. Force me to do it. That's what I want to do. I remember when like the Imperial Cities first came out. And those two flag bosses, like you need, like I used to see them wreck like 20, 30 people, and now I can, in my guild, we can four man them. And it would be kind of fun if you had to have a bunch of people again. Yeah, when you were talking about bosses that walk around the zone, I was thinking black bosses from IC. I mean, yeah, right. I was just going to say, I think it'd be possible when. A really good addition if you had to flag walking bosses across zones. But a bit more, oh, that'd be kind of cool. You know how, like, and they're not dark anchors, but every once in a while, like, uh, some Daedra will just spawn in a random area and you get a decent amount of experience? If they kind of did that, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, Justin says that um, you'd never be able to complete contact if it required that many people. But here's the thing I mean, it shouldn't have to be. A content to complete, you know. Only one thing in the game would be enough for me to, you know, enjoy it. Just in entire Tamriel, just one, you know, as maybe as Sean said, one random Daedra spawn that is actually so strong that you can't kill it without having, you know, a lot of people, that many people. So, you know, it wouldn't affect people's progress, but if you want to, if you enjoy such challenge, you have it. 
know, that's it's it's all an idea though. You know, something that would be fun to have, but not necessarily um, coming to the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, we also have some UI changes, which I'm not going to go into detail. Um, achievement changes, which are, you know, of course added due to the new uh, new veteran dungeons, new secondary veteran dungeons and hard modes. Um, there are some new mot uh, wait no not new motives but uh, changes to the motives and receipts. Um, it actually mentions the drops of the receipts, but what I want to you know mention here is that uh, we know we they are putting you know it will be bringing back the crown crates topic, but uh, I'll just mention it. Um, there are some potent, you know, experience scrolls in crown crates and potions in crown crates are also quite potent. So they did say that they will be bringing new receipts uh, to, you know, balance the player crafted items to uh, actually have the same potency as the crown crate items. Um, what do you guys think think about that? Good. Kind as of long topic, as the huh? people can make the same thing, like same quality as is in the crown store, mm -hmm. even no, I, if it's I, like really hard to get. No, I think crafting you should always be able to make better than what you can buy. I mean, they make did say the that. Game. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, they did say that the crafting would always be better than the items in crown store or you know those that dropped mm -hmm. way in the past. Now, I'm not sure if they are still holding to that promise, but I hope so too. I mean, this, by the oh, way, yeah. this is not related to patch notes. Um, I just read the motifs and receipts, and this popped up in my mind, and I just squeezed it in there. Um, let's just skip it before this turns into another crown crate uh, discussion. <laughs> Um, justice system, higher skill ranks in Leisure Domain provide a better chance to find higher quality items. Um, this replaces the previous approach of higher level zones having a higher chance to obtain higher quality items, which makes sense since, you know, now everything is scaled with one time real. Um, after that... Actually, I did go through all these craft uh, patch notes before the show, but I'm still... Know, missing some stuff. Anyway, uh, our new, uh, our other big topic, dueling. Now, I've been enjoying this a lot. Now, you can actually initiate duels with other players in Tom Real. Um, how to do that? Uh, you can just go ahead and you know, open that interaction wheel of the uh, player thing, and there's a dueling option there. If you, if the uh, the player accepts it. A banner falls from the sky, and the duel starts in five seconds. It's a duel to the death. I enjoyed it a lot, and I have some things to uh, <laughs> talk about in the tales section, which I really don't want to talk about because it's embarrassing. But you know what can <laughs> I do? Um, Ryan, you don't really enjoy dueling, as far as I see. Why is that? I'm just Why? really bad. <laughs> Why? The shame. I'm just a tank. I just stand there for ages with my shield up until I've got nothing left and they just take me down. Just, just I, use a poop build. Just, just, What's a poop build? I haven't... Like, 
I can't like we call them like poop builds and whatnot, but it's like doing the five black girls, five facades, guile, two scourger, and just basically cheat your way through the win. <laughs> I just I haven't PvP'd in like almost two years now, and I hung I hung up that gear. I don't know how to do it, so <laughs> people just come over to me like CP twenty and just embarrass me. Go away. Also, <laughs> I didn't realize you could turn off the dual invites, so I'd go to get a pledge. And it'd be like a bunch of annoying children running up to me, like poking me on the back. It'd just be like, this person wants to duel, this person wants to duel. And I'd be like, because I have the former emperor um, mm-hmm. title, so I think that might make people go, oh, I want to duel you. Just so yeah. they can go, oh, I killed a former emperor. <laughs> so I get like so many people running out to me and asking me to duel. And it's just like, mate, I just want to get my pledge and go. <laughs> Don't embarrass me. Like, one of my guildmates was like, um, one of my guildmates was like, oh, you a former emperor, let me duel you. I was like, um, no, I'm in a dungeon at the moment. <laughs> he was like, what about after? I was like, uh, I guess. So I met up with him and I was like, um, I haven't PvP'd in a while, by the way. And he was like, oh, the almighty Fenrir, let me fight you. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> he started to duel and he just wiped me out. And he was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I've got, I've got to go and uh, craft. <laughs> See you later. Just zoom, zoomed out of there. So it's embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, as a, as a, <laughs> but as a former emperor, you know, if you get back into it, I'm sure you could, you know, um, dominate the, the dominate those dueling invites, you know. Oh, I don't you, know. You, you certainly have the skill. I mean, I don't even imagine being the emperor. It, it doesn't even cross my mind because that's how far I suck in PvP. It just took a lot of time. It's not, it wasn't even good. It was just like, oh, I'm just going to kill all these people till the early hours in the morning. That's all it was. Yeah. But I've been playing it for like, I haven't played it since like February, so maybe. I miss it. I miss it. It's fun. But I when help. you play it for five days or five nights in a row with no sleep, you kind of turn <laughs> off it. I helped one of my buddies get Emperor. Um, so I my spring break started right when he was doing his push, And... Like, I was in second or third place. We ended up staying up, I think, four days and three nights with no sleep. Like, we did not go to bed to get a man. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you need to do. That is literally what you need to do to get Emperor. You just don't sleep. Because if you go sleep <laughs> for eight hours, that's eight hours someone else can just get them points. And a lot Are, of people cheat. Yeah. A, a lot, lot of people, people do cheat. cheat, yeah. Yeah. Also, there's hidden, there's hidden politics behind Emperorship that not many people know about. It's traded oh. about between a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Really? A lot wow. of go- yeah, yes. A lot of gold going through the emperor ship. Wow. People yes. will pay. People will pay you to step down. Someone offered me. I'm not going to call them out, but someone went. Yeah. I'll pay you a hundred k to just stop playing. Just hundred. Oh, really? That's it. Really? I can I... become emperor then. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> right on um, that. I, I, I'm... You earned like ten times that amount from doing emperorship from the uh, rewards of the worthy. On Xbox. Um. There's some people that pay between 10 and 50 million to get Emp. Wow. There's a hidden criminal underworld with the Emperorship leaderboards that not many people know about, and it's quite funny. Okay, now now I know how to get my housing gold build up. <laughs> get Emp and sell it? Uh, yeah. Play PvP yeah. and just be, get pride Become Emperor and just sell it. Everyone in the top 10 messages each other all day and all night during PvP. They're like, okay, we're going to get this dude Emperor, and then you can step down and go away. And they will they will chase you out of PvP to stop you. So everyone trades it. 
I mean, that's a whole new world I didn't know that existed. Um, I've been they will hack your account, too. Like, oh, my buddy was that. hacked when he was getting amp. Yeah, so when we, well, the reason it took us so long to get it is he actually lost it by someone cheating, basically, and beat him by a literal 10 AP points. We were so mad. And then we... Because he was, you know, the other dude was cheating. And while that was going on, uh, my buddy kept getting DC'd randomly. And he couldn't get back on and we couldn't figure out why. I mean... It's volatile. It's a volatile world in that leaderboard. Oh, yeah. Guilds. Guilds will fall out. Guilds will split up and fall out over this. Like, I have a friend who was second in the leaderboard. Um, higher than the Guildmaster. And all the people in the Guild were like... Helping each other get Emperor, but because he got it, he was about to get it before the Guildmaster, they kicked him out of all the groups. And he, uh, he did not get Emperor. He got uh, second, and he always talks about it. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I mean, it's the I guess it's the dark side of Elder Scrolls Online. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. see Ark is flabbergasted right now, like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole criminal underworld, and I've never known about it. Yeah. Ah, it's horrible. There's a lot of abuse as well. I, I'm, people. I'm, I'm not getting into PvP after this. I'll just stick to dueling. <laughs> okay. Keep, keep that away from me. Um, but yeah, dueling is basically one versus one with um, other people. Um, I'll actually talk about it more during the Tales section. Um, weapon ultimates have been added to the game, and we actually discussed this... Uh, the last episode, so I'm not going to go into detail. However, um, Ryan, if you have any comments on this, since you weren't on the last episode, go ahead and um, let us know. If you're a tank and you don't use shield, we'll get out of here. I agree. It's, you, you need it. I've, I've never, I've never seen anything like it, and I love it. I've been blessed. You need it. It's, it's, it's your bread and butter. <laughs> so, is that better than like corrosive armor now to use? Um, it's outright immortality. It's yeah. it costs so, so it's gonna get nerfed. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, they don't. Yeah, not be. They don't. They don't nerf anything about the tanks in this game. No, they, we appreciate it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it lasts six seconds, and it costs only a hundred ultimate points. And oh it's god, so, yes, dirt it's, cheap. It's so easy to regenerate that you can cast it before, you know, that six seconds run out. If you have an ultimate regeneration build. That's crazy. And you can you have blood spawn and you use um meteor or shoot mm -hmm. in star one of the two. Or like you're, you're, you're gonna have not. shield for today. <laughs> but so, great skill, get it if you're a tank. Yeah. Um Champion points have been increased by 30 points, and I, not even my main account has 500, so I don't care. They're increasing, increasing, increasing it faster than I can grind champion points. So yeah, yeah, I'll, I can talk about that a bit more when we get to uh, housing. No, oh, okay. I've got a few, I've got a few things I can think that can help that. Oh, there is the motives that actually mentioned the new added motives, so I mixed the two topics. Um, they have added new 
three new motifs in this update. The celestial one, I think it's one of the you know um, the trial set trial one. Um, yeah, yeah. Celestial is the um the mage. Oh yeah, uh, the mage. Yeah. Style. And then there is the Yokudan and there is the Draugr sets, which were um, motifs which weren't in the game before. And they are not in the crown store, so which is good. I mean, at least they are not. Uh, they are available currently. in the game. Does it say there how you get Draugr? Like, yeah, <laughs> um, has been rediscovered by the mages in Fighters Guild and Undaunted. This ancient oh, what, so can be learned from chapters obtained by completing the new Fighters Guild, Mages Guild, and Undaunted Delve dailies. Really? Yes. Mm. Oh, that's pretty cool. See, I've been doing them dailies, and it gives you absolute rubbish. So I was like... <laughs> oh, that's oh, fair. Yeah. yeah, I've been so getting, like, gonna... green sets. I didn't want to do the Fighters Guild and Mages Guild dailies, because I actually hate doing dailies, because I, I get bored. But if it drops... Motifs that I can sell them. That means I'll have to do the dailies. I've got to say I'm quite pleased with that because um, an ongoing problem with Elder Scrolls is um, they add this new daily that you could do, and then they no reason no to do it. Yeah, and then once the like the so with the Thieves Guild, once you get past Thieves Guild and you're not doing it anymore, they add a motif into a daily drop. So you, <laughs> like with the Thieves Guild style, after I stopped playing Thieves Guild and got all my achievements that added the style. Dark Brotherhood, one side, it's it like, it's, oh, there's no, they always add it too late for me, so I'm glad that this motif has come with the daily. It's there now. I'm actually kind of, because of that same reason, not going to play that DLC that much when they add new stuff out. Like, I'll play around with it here and there. So when they actually do add the motifs or whatever, and I want to actually really experience it, I'll still get that stuff because that irritated me too, beyond no end. Yeah, it was really annoying to do do all the heists and get nothing good, and then after you're done with the heists, they add the motif into the heist. <laughs> yeah, and if you do a run and you, like you do all the stuff for the heist now, and you before and you get uh, way in less than eight minutes without being seen or whatever, you always get a motif. Yeah. Oh wow! It's a lot harder to do that mm-hmm. than you think yeah but i mean if it gives you know it's about rewarding Mm -hmm. they can ask me to do you know any hard stuff in the game i don't care as long as there is a you know proper reward at the end of it you know i like the guaranteed rewards yep see had had that motif been out like first that would have been the massive drive to do it without being seen the only, the only reason I attempted to do it properly. Um, Cheater Builder and Sucker uh, both at the same time said that sacraments do give motives. Well, then I'm being cheated yes. out of this because I keep doing them to get my stupid little achievement and I've never gotten a single motif. Okay, yeah, so I've only get, ever gotten <laughs> two motifs that are doing the sacraments, ever. And you don't I, need to do it perfectly to get it, but I want to say you do get a better chance. I literally stopped myself halfway because I was like, hang on, I've never got a motif from a black sacrament, so I'm wrong. <laughs> so I put it in the chat because, like, in case people are like, oh, can you? And you can. I've been cheated. I keep doing them every single day to get my stupid achievement. And you can actually get a motif. <laughs> I've been cheated out of this stupid game. Well, it happens. It happens. <laughs> that, that, you know, so it's. Weird. It's about well, sacrificing 
uh, a lot of Ultimus to the God of RNG. Do you do all the stuff? Like, do you not get seen by less than five people and uh, you kill both people and also kill them using, like, the Blade of Woe, like how it asks? Like, all yeah. the bonus stuff? Okay. I just get, like, stupid purple gear that I don't need. Yeah, I, actually, I, stuff. I, I, yeah. Didn't, yeah. I didn't get motif from Black Sacraments either, now that I think of it. I can't believe that. <laughs> so I, I, I'm thinking if I, you know, to see if I got it, but nope. Oh. Um, if well, I got cool. it, I would have so sold it, and I didn't sell anything from Dark Brotherhood DLC yet. So that, I mean, at least the Dark Brotherhood questline, that means I didn't get any motifs. Well, that's kind of like the Minotaur and Order of the Hour motifs. Like, I do those every single day, and I've only ever got one of each by doing those dailies. I mean, I got motifs from the uh, world bosses, the Foley and the uh, the arena. There's no problem there. But from the Black Sacraments, um, no, I didn't. Well, you know they, the world bosses in there drop two different ones of each, right? Like, they both drop the Assassin's League, and then, like, the Order of the Hour, um, which is the arena, mm -hmm. also drops the Order of the Hour motif, and then Looming Folly drops the Minotaur motif. Like, those never drop for me, ever. I don't, I don't even read what the motifs is. I, oh. I check what the Master Merchant price is, and if it's, <laughs> you know, higher than 4k, I sell it. If it's lower than 4k, I just drop in the gold bank. I am that's a how, that's how I make sucker money. motifs. <laughs> so, I'm like, oh. I just like knowing I could craft everything, so I'm like, oh, oh you know, I'm not going to farm this motif, but I found a page, so I, I'm going to buy it just in case, and then I never complete the book. <laughs> I have, like, almost every book in the game that's come out until this update, update 12, I have at least one page in it. I just haven't completed that many. Yeah, uh, each of those pages goes for, like, 40, 50k on the Xbox right now, but... To be fair, tempers are going for 25k a piece. Really? Yeah, your economy ain't that great. Yeah. Um. So right now, for like when we craft stuff, I if it's craftable gear, it's cheaper to use one temper mm -hmm. and make like a bunch of the whatever gear set you want, and just use one temper at a time because you're going to use less eventually. It's kind of crazy. And as from what I've noticed so far, uh, North American Mega Server has the lowest prices. Then comes Europe. And then comes Xbox. I don't know about the PS4, but I assume it would be the same as Xbox. I don't know. Um, I thought the PS4 was closer to the uh, like I was on a PS4 group chat on Facebook because mm -hmm. I used to own the website. And I was trying to get people to go to it. So anyway, their chats or their uh, prices were between the Xbox and North American hmm, P PC. Could be, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it probably depends on how many people grinds and how many players there are. So North American being probably the most crowded server, and, you know, mm -hmm. apparently the more grinding people, I guess, have the lowest prices. I mean, I feel bad for Xbox knowing that they're 25k, because I think 11k, which is European server, is too much. Like, that's 80 8k for a full set of gold actually right. the higher the better because i grind and i sell that's it that's all i do and if i start grinding the same amount as i do in north american mega server in european mega server with my character there i'll be rich 
know, and I've been, I've been rich players on it. <laughs> I, I've been hoarding raw materials for a very long time, so. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like when I get a temperate alloy on my mail, that's going straight into my guild store. But still, the idea of knowing that it's like <laughs> 11, uh, 88k for a full set of gold gear, I'm like, what's the point? <laughs> for one item. <laughs> or a yeah. yeah. It's literally. Yeah, it's not even full set, is it? Wait. That's one no. item is 88k. Yeah, that's what exactly. And exactly. on Xbox, it's 200,000. So with what, 14 pieces, is it? Or, no, it's less than that. Uh, it's, nine it's, pieces. It's 1.8 million. <laughs> Walking around wearing a full gold set. Extortionate. How will the other side live? <laughs> I, I was reading something that a message came from Agilos, and I actually missed the last part you guys were talking. Sorry. <laughs> I was just talking oh. about how it's um, like 88k on EU server for just one gold item. Like one gold set item. Ah, mm. oh, okay. okay. Got great yeah. It's just extortionate prices. Right. Um, in that case, um, I'm moving on. Actually, the okay. next thing is housing updates, which we are skipping because we don't care about those. Because we have some actual news uh, after this patch notes. Um, now the patch notes continues continues as fixes and improvements to the DLCs, to the other DLCs, and to the base game. And I'm actually skipping through these because they are a lot. However, um, there are some fixes in the fixes and changes in Cyrodiil which I like to mention. Um, Cyrodiil now scales to CP 160. Um, was it different before? Was it something else? I don't know. 150. Ah, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, adjusted many areas around towers and keeps to cut down on gap closer, keep jumping. I heard that this was a problem before too, so I guess that's important. Um, you can now teleport out of an outpost. Also, you can now choose outposts as respawn locations. Um, other than that, I'm... Keep walls can no longer be repaired when between 95% and 100% health while under attack. Um, they also increase some experience and stuff. So okay, those were things I, I wanted to mention from uh, Fix's part of the patch notes. Um, as for the rest of the patch notes, it goes about um, for about 15 pages with the fixes and improvements, which obviously we are going to skip. That is mostly because um, we have some housing updates. Right after um, they released one Tamriel, uh, Rich Lambert got on the... Uh, actually, let me see the name of the um, YouTube channel. The Game Slice YouTube channel for an interview. And he actually re uh, released some new information about housing. First of all, there are three houses, three house sizes, small, medium, large, themed after each of the 10 races. So there are 30 houses plus DLC areas. Now, um, I actually thought that the housing would be in would be a crown store exclusive or something like that because of how they were going on with crown store. However, Rich Lambert uh, proved us wrong by saying that they were giving a free apartment to everyone through a quest. 
that you know with housing lunch so everyone by doing a quest will get a free apartment and the rest of the apartments are actually sold with in-game gold which is absolutely amazing news um, houses also um, account wide for all characters there will be a new furniture crafting system and you can invite players and guilds into your house also you can own multiple houses so basically houses looks like everything we wanted it to be it's not crown store exclusive you actually can invite players into the house there will actually be a furniture crafting system for it and it's account wide and spot with the in-game gold so amazing um, yeah really promising yep what do you guys think well um Firstly, I think we've got to be careful saying, like, it's not in Crown Store. All they said is you can buy it with in-game gold. So we don't know if there is, there will be an option, if there will be an option to pay for it with crowns. They've just came out and said, oh, look, it's not exclusive. You can oh, yeah. buy it with gold, but we don't know if it will be Crown Store. Um, <laughs> other than that, I'm excited. I like that you get a free apartment from a quest. That's really cool. I'm really looking forward to that because I might just stay in that for a bit and earn a bit of gold before I splash out. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder how much the houses are going to be like, but it's a quest for the super small house or apartment, and then, wait, so there's three houses per race, so there's ten races, so mm -hmm. there's 30 houses, and then plus the apartment? Yeah, the is apartment is a different thing. I'm pretty okay. sure the apartment, the apartments are actually in the um, inns in certain towns, because mm -hmm. um, if you look on the patch notes, it says like, this room is being renovated. Oh, that room's inn. locked and whatnot, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I think they're like rooms and inns and not really apartments oh that'd be kind of cool okay so this is just speculating i wonder if that's based off what your race is and where it's gonna be hmm. um i'm not sure but yeah, it might be i mean even for a race there are a lot of options you know? i mean if you're a north your house could be in east march in riften there your apartment i mean mm -hmm. there are a lot of options so i think they'll Oh, sorry, carry on. <laughs> you know, uh, it could be some like whichever uh, inn you get the quest from, it could be something like that. Um, yeah, that's the thing, like you say, Nord apartment could be in like the two Nordic places, mm -hmm. like areas. You say 10 races, um, where will Imperials have their. Oh, that, that's true. Um, yeah, like, there's that too. I, I can't, I, can't. <laughs> I mean, there, yeah. there, there are inns... <laughs> Looking out your window and four people just killing each other. <laughs> <laughs> there are inns in Cyrodiil, right? So, um, yeah. At some Could be like Coral or whatnot. Oh, I mean, Gold that would Coast. be kind of weird, but... Oh, no, it can't be Gold Coast. That's I mean, technically, technically, Gold Coast is in is a part of, you know... Yeah, but Cyrodiil they wouldn't lock housing beyond a DLC, would they? I... Didn't they? Yeah. I thought they did have housings in the DLC too, and it was just separate. I could be wrong. Um, it says, I'm not too sure. and I, this is actually not an uh, official comment. It's a you know Reddit post from Dominoid73 that actually posted this with the uh, you know uh, with the interviews link. Uh, he. He states here that it's 30 houses plus DLC areas. What he means by that, mm. I am not entirely sure. So we could possibly see 
possibly see Imperial houses in the Gold Coast and like Orc houses in Orsinium. It would make sense. I mean, they mm-hmm. will be team, teamed after uh, each of the Stein races, so there's like they actually um, showcased during that interview, which I'll put a link in the description below, by the way. Um, they did showcase some uh, screenshots, pictures, saying that you know, small Altmer house or you know, large Nordic house, stuff like that. Mm. So you know, they are themed after. Yeah, I saw that. It's very cool. I'm, I like I like that there's different sizes instead of there's like one basic template of a house, which is what when housing was like, oh yeah, we're working a house. I thought oh, I should gonna be like one plain house. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I should. I mean, there is one thing that I'm actually concerned about housing, and there's no way I'm I would give up housing for this aspect, but. You know, we are already having um, lesser and lesser open-world roleplay in Tamriel. I mean, there, there used to be people RPing all around. So if you t- took a walk, you would see that, you know, people role-playing, talking, and stuff like that. And we don't have those anymore. And now that people will be able to invite their guildies or players into the housing, I believe that... Um, the entire open world roleplay community will actually, you know, die out. So that's that something. That is funny I'm you say that. Literally before we went live tonight, I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, hang on, with housing, like role players are going to go to their house to roleplay. Yeah, I. Because like, that's their bit of Tamriel. That is perfect for them. Mm-hmm. I've a... personally never seen role players, so like on Xbox, it, yeah, it's I, not I, been a thing. It has diminished. I, like, I post, obviously, on my Elder Scrolls Instagram. It was such a occurrence for me to see some roleplay out in the open the other day. I actually t- had to take a screenshot and go, oh, look, cool, look, I found roleplayers. That's quite a sad thing. I see it quite a lot. So for me to see see roleplay and go, oh, my God, like it's roleplayers. Mm-hmm. A bit weird. And that's just going to take it more, make it more reclusive. I mean, the, I actually never had a concept of... Uh... You know, role playing in an MMORPG. I I been you know role playing uh, tabletop role play for a very long time, but yeah, you know, I never actually thought about role playing in the game. But the f- one time back in you know first six months, I guess of the game, I was running around in the rift, and there is the I forgot the name of the keep, but the uh, the most eastern keep of. Um, the, the, of the rift, I was doing a quest and I entered the you know yarl house, and there was this group, you know, around the table, being all serious and you know there were emotes and says flying around, and I was in full armor, ha- had my helmet on, and I didn't know how the role playing in an MMORPG worked, so I just monitored the chat for a while and decided to join. So I just said with my old helmet and everything on. Um, may I talk to whoever holds this moot? You know, they were having a moot. And I directly asked to um, talk to the leader of the moot, uh, which was a Altmer lord of some kind. I don't know. Uh, and of course, having the helmet on and not being caring much, uh, they kind of, you know, in, in, in character, not off character. 
but they kind of brushed me off, obviously. But after that, they whispered me and said they were RPing and they would like to help if I wanted to join and stuff like that. And that's actually how I started roleplaying. So, you know, it's actually, it's, the open world roleplaying is quite important to, you know, both to show off, show the concept to new people and actually meet already roleplaying people in the game. So that's, that's something, you know, uh, something I'm worried yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, open world role play is the same way I kind of got into the fact. I mean, I didn't do it for too long because um, I did. I lost like the people who done it, but uh, it was in the Molten, a town in the Rift, and um, I just used to see it so much because I used to go back there because I used to bid on the guild trader, and um, I kept going back there, and it was this whole town. The whole town was just role players. Got people were role playing as guards. Um, House owners, Smiths, it was the whole town was like full of real players living their life. It was crazy. It was so cool to witness. And I kept coming back to this town. I was like, I'm going to join this. Like, I didn't ask them. I kind of done it myself. I was like, uh, just rode in, into town on my horse, pretending to be a mercenary. Because I was listening. I was like, for a few days, I was like looking at this story. And they were talking about like, um, vampire attacks hitting the town so i was like rode in as a um, role played as a guard from windhelm coming down to check down it was pretty cool and it, they, they were like oh yeah that's like really good. they whispered me and invited me to let guild and they were like oh, that was a pretty cool like way to add into our story i was like yeah i've been watching so to have that in the the um the world of the game for you to walk upon witness and get into is very important for to keep that community alive and would be quite sad to see that lot of twain houses. Yeah. And uh, for anyone wondering how role playing works, um, you know you can check tsorp.com uh, if I'm not mistaken about the URL. But if you Google just tsorp, it will come up. Also, uh, for those who are in North American Mega Server, there are um, uh, weekly. Uh, What's the name? Brawling Knights of Swords, Brawling and Ranking Knights of Swords in the Riften at, in front of the Withered Tree. So if you go there at around 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. Eastern, uh, you'll surely find some people role-playing there, you know, brawling each other, betting on, uh, you know, the brawls and drinking, stuff like that. So just keep in mind if you wonder how it is, because they, they've been consistent about it, and they're almost always there every week, they, uh, every Wednesday. So, there's that. Um, one thing about the houses, before I, I blubber more about the uh, role-playing, is that all of the houses have these huge walls around them. And that actually upsets me. Because it, I, I want to, you know... I. Uh, there, there's a house. It's in a in the perfect location, but it has these giant walls that you can't see outside, and take a screenshot or you know enjoy the view. And it's kind of upsetting. And I don't know if they'll ever change it, or maybe add a tower or something that I can uh, go up and have an aerial view of the stuff of the area. I don't know, but I hope they do that too. Yeah, I think um, definitely think small houses shouldn't have walls. But, yeah. um, Didn't it say that, like each house was gonna be customizable. 
Yeah, but I think um, like, the wall is kind of like a thing you need. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't think they think... would allow external uh, customizing the external structure of the. Yeah. Thing. That'd be pretty cool, kind of like the Hearthstone on Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, I, f I think the um, I think the wall acts as your um, your instance, and that's how you separate yeah. your land. Oh, your that makes that makes the, sense. Um, open world. Because yep. if you have like 400 players crowding at a door, so like <laughs> the main door of the house, whereas now you're going to have 400 players crowding at the door of your courtyard. Yep. Um, actually, Ryan, if before the show you said something about uh, one thing housing in the crown store. Uh, oh, here we go. <laughs> what was it? Uh, yeah, um, bit of controversy time now. <laughs> right. So I started discussion. Oh, I didn't start discussion. I commented on um, the uh, post last night about the uh, interview and the recap of uh, housing, and um, I was like, "Yeah, housing is pretty cool that you can buy it with in-game gold. I'd like to see it at 250k gold maximum for a large house." Well, oh, God, apparently I was wrong. Um, <laughs> everyone bit my head off and was like, "Nah, it's got to be a million minimum for a large house." And I was like, oh my god. And I was being told that uh, that is what an end game player is used to having, 1 billion gold. That's expendable. And people were like, I want to throw my gold into this. And I was thinking, like, as I've been playing since the start of the game, I do end game content. I don't do it every single day, but I do the end game content. I, at max, have seen 322k. And it's... <laughs> If housing doesn't add any benefit to my character, why should every bit of gold I've ever earned in this game go into a house? Um, so, <clears throat> controversially, I said, I wouldn't mind if, instead of spending every bit of gold on my account for a large house, 60 quid. Oof, there you go, crowns, I bought the house. It's easier for me, it's easier for me. It will take so much time for me to get a million gold. Cause, and a lot of people go, oh, you ain't purposely searching for that gold. It's because I've got other things to do. I do my trading. I do quite a fair bit of trading. But I level other characters. I play content. I repair my gear. I buy stuff I need. I can't throw. I can't justify throwing a million gold that I have never seen. I've never seen a million gold. I can't justify earning that much and then throwing it on a cosmetic item at most. So um, I, for one, would like to see a shortcut to buy a large house in the crowd store for me. I mean, I actually am not sure how I feel about housing being in the crown store. I mean, of course, you can buy it in, with an in-game gold, so there's that. You know, that's that's fine. But that aside. I'm, you know, it would be fine, I guess, to have housing in the crown store, but also, for some reason, maybe because of the um, crown crates being there, maybe because of those all those limited items in there that everything we hate about the crown store, that not having housing in the crown store would kind of satisfy me. I don't know, you know, would feel like a victory there some. It's hard well, to explain, but... I mean, and um, to bring in my other topic, I don't know if it actually makes any sense, but I would bring it anyway. I would be 
it would be a bit out of order if crowns if um houses had a bit of um benefit to your game. So I thought housing um should have the benefit of if you log out on your house, you get enlightenment at a higher rate. So you get more enlightenment faster. Oh, okay, kind of like WoW and rested bonus and yeah, yeah, and exactly stuff. like yeah, exactly like WoW. When you log off in and in, you get that rested bonus, don't you? Next time you log on. Hmm. So I thought if you log off in your house in Elder Scrolls, you wake up and you have a either a bigger enlightenment bonus, so the cap's like four million or something, maybe a six yep, million. Mil. Log, yeah, or maybe you get a faster rate. So instead of like this amount every X amount every X hours, you get double X amount in half the hours if you logged off in your house that would be a good benefit but if that benefit was in housing it would be a bit unfair for me to be able to buy it with crown stores and get that benefit to my character but but if, if you let's house... say if you got the same benefit like in the apartment which you get from just a simple quest then it would be kind of everyone gets that quest though don't they yeah yeah, yeah so it's quite Oh, no, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like, everyone gets that benefit anyway, don't they? Yep. Yeah, so if everyone could get that benefit, whether they had a big house or not, if it was just, yeah. like, a static whatever. Yeah, I can see what you're talking about, yeah. Um, but say if, like, um, say if each house had a higher percentage with the benefit, so because you've got an apartment, the beds were sort of, the rested bonus is worse, and every better house is a better bonus, I wouldn't feel good buying like just getting out my card and paying 60 pound and getting the bonus oh look i've got the best house and now my enlightenment bonus is massive i can farm all this cp and someone who's like spent a few days grinding all this gold because they can't pay for it with uh crowns and they still can't get the bonus i have mm-hmm. but if if housing is purely cosmetic and it's just a nice little thing to have and it's a bit of bit of fun bit of role players and all that I want to be able to buy it with crowns. I don't want to spend my entire Elder Scrolls life savings on a house if it's going to give me no benefit whatsoever. If it's not affecting my character's stats or anything, if it does not affect me in any way, it's just a nice, cool place to hang out. I want to pay for it in crowns, not my entire game savings. That makes sense too, yeah. Okay, kind of going off of that, let's say if you could pay... And I'll say a million gold or what you said, 60 pounds or whatever, $60 for say the largest house. Mm -hmm. But like say everything on the inside is only, is not in the crown store. It's all made. That I think would be cool. Like, yeah, that would be fun. If also like, cause there's, they're trying to bring the crafters kind of back to a purpose, you know, it kind of seems like, like, Oh, you guys can do this and make money by selling this stuff. It'd be kind of cool. If part of the, that crafting was also linked to your achievements, if you know what I mean, like say if you got the master angler achievement, you could make a mantelpiece of a huge fish or something, and that you could sell that in the crown store. So in order to make a certain item, maybe you had to have certain crafting plus an achievement to unlock it. That would be really cool. Yeah, yeah. What you're talking about it would be really cool if like your in-game achievements reflected in your house. That would be quite enjoyable. Or maybe um, some, uh, you know, like style material is that, you know, if you kill a certain boss, that would drop a certain style material for that. Um, oh, yeah, that's not a bad for idea. That piece, yeah. Like maybe, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, a monster hound, monster head to, uh, you know, put on your wall, you would have to kill that monster. That drops a single 
piece of uh, style material, something like that. Or having that trophy achievement, even though those trophies for the monsters just don't drop ever. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, saying that, I've noticed in update 12, I get a lot more trophies. Do you? I'm yes. excited because I remember I was helping someone grind for about four or five hours before trying to get ecto or something ectoplasm for the ghost one. And like we were in East March in the public dungeon there and we couldn't get it. Like we were there forever. I got the same one twice in one dungeon and I've done that twice. I went to one dungeon, got a trophy a few minutes later, got it again in the same dungeon, went to another dungeon, got a trophy a few minutes later, got the same trophy. So I definitely think that trophies have been made more awesome. common. I'm not sure. I didn't pay attention actually to that, so I, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, so that's all I ha I have to say about housing. What about you guys? Do you have anything else to say? Um, um, no. Just make it useful. And Agreed. I want to know the prices. Tell me the prices as soon as possible. <laughs> Tweet it. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know how much I have to waste my life getting in-game gold so I can pay for it. Uh, I like my idea. Like if it was, I really want stuff more linked to your achievements. I don't care how they do it, but like if it was with the houses and if crafters can craft something based off their achievements and their crafting skill and then sell that in the guild stores, like having an achievement hunter like me who I don't really sell, buy, or trade. I generally just play the game and just deal with what I have because mm -hmm. stuff is ridiculously expensive. I would make a bunch of that stuff that's super rare because I got all those achievements and then sell them for stupid high prices and guild traders. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, now that they, the one term reel is up, they'll probably start spamming the update 13 news or teasers, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll see how it goes in the upcoming weeks, I guess. You, oh, an idea from um, Sucker225. Uh, you could paint your walls based off of the unlocked armor dice. Yeah, that'd be cool too. Yeah, yeah, that's actually quite a good idea. I mean, I wouldn't want to walk into a pink house in the middle <laughs> of the rift, oh. but oh, no. it is what it is. <laughs> Have you, have you um, got that got that die? It's from um, it's in the Imperial City. It's like it looks purple, but it's gold. Oh, I got <laughs> that one. I used it on my armor. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine walking into a house with that die. Oh my god. <laughs> so that die actually changes based off the light you're in. I think it's something violet. Trans uh, it, transluminal transluminal. Yeah, oh. transluminal violet or whatever. So if you're in yeah. sunlight, it's gold. But if you're in a super dark area, it's like really dark purple. Yeah, yeah, it's a really cool die. I use it on my Emperor um, costume. Well, um, in that case, let's uh, move on. Because I guess let's, you know, we are <laughs> nearing two hours and we still have some stuff to talk about, uh, which is our tale section, actually. Um, since we kind of covered discussion topic along with the news, uh, let's jump to the tales. Actually, I want to go first. Because um, I have an embarrassing memory. <laughs> if you have been following the show, or you know, if you are a part of Things of Faith Guild, or if you are a part of our Discord channel, you may have noticed that I usually brag about being a good tank and being immortal. And that is 
the case most of the time, at least in PvE. And even in PvP, even in um, Imperial City, uh, since I'm usually running my full tank gear, uh, if I run into some AD or DC, it takes quite a work to kill me. Um, I'm hearing some echo, I guess. But... Yeah, me too. Yeah. Sh Sean just... That's... Okay, there he is. It's fixed? Sorry. <laughs> okay, we got back. Um, and even in PvP, I'm quite hard to kill. At least so I thought. So when the dueling arrived, uh, I was in Riften, you know, fighting with people, and I was still in my full tank gear, and I wasn't actually dying, which was pretty normal because I, I don't die. So, you know, I had to forfeit some matches just because it wasn't ending, and I just ran out of the dueling area, and um, I forfeited the match. Then, um, one of our guildies, one of our community members, Nerdman, said, hey, do you want to duel? So I said, okay, what do you want to test? Um, should I go try and DPS, or do you want to test, you know, my full tank? Because I was confident. So, you know, um, I got in my full tank gear, placed all my skills. We started dueling, I popped up my armor, and I have, you know, 34k health, uh, maxed out armor and spell resistance, 29k, I think, stamina, I don't know, the magicka. You know, I have a large mitigation, all of the skills, damage shields, evasion, I got everything. I died in 10 seconds. It was devastating. It was embarrassing. 10 seconds. Um, I'm a tank with 34k health as well, and I've been dueling, and I've dropped that fast. You just, I don't, I don't understand how it happens, you know. Have you ever just, like... You start a duel and they just instantly you're on the floor and you can't unstun yourself and then you just, you're gone and you're like, come on man, I can take on like the biggest bosses in the game. But the thing no. is, <laughs> no, I mean I've been in PvP, you know, with the guild or you know trying to uh, grind Telvar stones, <clears throat> and I could stand in front of you know three ADs or maybe more for like a lot longer than that. Get the ultimates throw, getting thrown at me and stuff like that. I, I can survive. I think that's because they're like built. They, them characters have got different builds. Like there's um, there's people who PvP and some have got a dueling build where it's one v one. They're built for one v one. So I think that might be the difference. I can I, like when here's I got. The, here's the problem. Sorry. His build wasn't um, specifically optimized for one versus one dueling. He was just running with it. And, you know, I, I don't think I've ever got killed in 10 seconds in a year in Elder Scrolls Online. And it was bad. Anyway, so I actually figured it out later. It's this um, helmet, uh, the monster set he's wearing, that throws these poison balls, which I call them by another name that is not appropriate <laughs> for this family-friendly environment. I'll just say poop balls, as Amanda once said. Um, these poison balls that instantly kills me. I don't know why. I mean, I have my damage shields. Even through the shield wall, ultimate, those poison balls kill you. I know we talked about it. Someone used them against me earlier. But it's the valid dress set, right? Yeah, that, that, yeah. It's, it's, 
a weird set. I don't know. I mean, he after that, um, after eight deaths that was under 10 seconds each time, uh, he removed that monster set and replaced it with, I don't know, blood spawn, I guess. I don't know. Um, and I actually survived for about a minute and maybe longer. But that set, that set, whatever it does, hits like so a dragon. So that said, when I don't remember how it procs, but when it does proc, it sends out three poison balls that each do about twelve and a half k damage. I want to say. Well, that explains it. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to say it procs off based off your damage, like oh. uh, when you're doing damage. Well, I wasn't doing any damage. I don't no, know. him like Nerdman ah, damage okay, to you. Okay. Oh, he he was using rapid strikes like crazy, so maybe it was proximate, like, rapidly. Does he have Maelstrom weapons? Because if you use rapid strike with Maelstrom weapons, you get 2,500 weapon damage added to your stuff. And one of my buddies, he uses that, and, like, his flame strike ticks for 25k apiece. Uh, he might have, because he has the Flawless Conqueror. Uh, okay, yeah, he probably has that. In, <laughs> like, like using those weapons, like, if you can get a full flurry on someone and then hit them with a dot, you can walk away and feel confident they're going to die. Like, oh, that's how he PvPs almost now. Either way, I don't know. It was devastating. So, uh, other than that... Uh, I was I'm I've been leveling my European character finally, and it's quite easy to level now that um, the one Tamriel is out there because uh, one my problem with leveling that character was that I grinded it to veteran level and there was this stack of quests that I haven't done, and I really hate redoing quests especially when they are uh, under leveled because they don't mean anything after that point. But due to one time real, I was able, you know, there was still a challenge, there was still some proper experience coming from those, so um, I was actually enjoy, enjoying doing, doing those quests again, so there's that. And I guess that's my tales this week. Um, how about you, Ryan? Um, started a new character. Why well, I say started, uh, I'm, I saw my YouTube playthrough character I didn't play him for like two months because I was too busy doing my orc but um I just start him again and that's quite interesting because um sorry this beer's getting to me um <laughs> that's quite interesting because I haven't actually played through uh Dominion yet so it's quite a new experience to me at the moment and I'm enjoying it it's going well um I'm a bit worn out from quest at the moment because I just finished Daggerfall Covenant, so, yeah, I mean, you can't overburn yourself with quests, because you can't, you need, it's, you stagnate, and it is horrible. Um, a lot of pledges as well, ever since one Tamriel, I've been getting them keys, and hoping for Selene's. That's, that's, um, that's my Elder Scrolls curator at the moment. There's no, I'm normally, I'm very big on achievements, on my main, on Femre. Um, I love getting them, and um, there's not been any I've been going for. I've been meaning ever since the game came out to go for Master Angler, but um, I I ain't that much of a strong-willed man to get through that. <laughs> what <laughs> so, what, uh, what I, was the Master Angler? Uh, what was the requirement? 
every you have, fishing achievement. Yeah, you have to get oh. every fishing achievement. Uh, so was it 12 fish per all the vanilla areas yeah. plus Craigorn yeah. and Cyrodiil? I am not... I am not a strong man for that achievement. <laughs> I cannot stomach that. So I'm taking... But other than that, there's not really been any achievements that have caught my eye on a fun Fenrir to go after. So I've just been uh, doing my pledges and quest my character. Right. Enjoyable. Dominion. Good story, from what I've seen. I like Queen Irene. You know, what? Wait, what? <laughs> Did you just, just, just say you like Queen Irene? You know, that's that, <laughs> that's mean, a huge... Um, he's going to duel you now. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to come back onto EU for him to duel me. <laughs> um, in a sense of when I'm playing on Old Mary Dominion as my Bosma, I like Queen Irene. <laughs> but on my Daggerfall and Ebonheart character, okay, I'm a big fan I, of her. She's... I give what you just said to the beer you were drinking. Yeah, there's, there's like so four. I'll next. let it slide, but... Um, she's very patronizing, I'll tell you that. Oh my god, she talks to you like you're a child. <laughs> you know, if Edelos was here, you, you might have just broken the family friendliness of the show, and he would probably be on a rant about how much he hates Iran. All you see is Ryan's call gets dropped. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would go do on, that too, on. but my English vocabulary is not enough. So that's what so I'm like, not attempting. <laughs> as a packed player, I really like High King Emmerich. <laughs> like, he is a great person. He I mean, really ha- like. Emer- High King huh? Emmerich is probably my favorite among the three leaders of Alistair. He's really nice. <laughs> it's, it's funny as it sounds, he's a really nice person. He's <laughs> like, really nice, him, like... and he, he is the only, you know... Um, only guy with the proper leadership out of the three, you know, uh, three leaders. I mean, he goes to only... war, he understands the politics, he's more he's experienced, only... you know, I don't know. America's... Yeah, he's, he's the only leader that, like, recognizes that you're, like, he recognizes you as a friend, which is pretty cool. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, all right, mate, and when you turn up to help him, he's like, I was going to start, but couldn't couldn't do it without you. Come on, let's go. And it's like, oh, that's pretty cool, you know? Yeah. Still yeah, both all like, packed. Yeah, like Cheetah. Yeah, yeah. All packed. <laughs> but um, as Cheetah Builder said, he's a true down-to-earth leader. He is. Good bloke. Yep. And he's he's uh, voiced by Bill Nye. Top man. <laughs> Top actor. <laughs> How about you, Sean? Um, so I guess I'm a little bit more stronger will than Ryan is. <laughs> I've been finishing the fishing achievements. I just finished Bankerite today. Uh, yeah, that's why I kind of, I don't know, like one of the I need to get the blue fish, I can't remember what it's called right now, that was in Bankerai. And I've been fishing for that thing, bad words, for over a month. <laughs> and I could have never get them. And finally, two people in one of my guilds are like, I'm bored. I'm go fishing. I was like, yeah, we're going here. <laughs> and so I brought them along. And I got it in like the second or third fishing hole today. And I was like, oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> and so I finally got that Bankerai fishing achievement. I got a few more to do. And then I'll got we'll get the master angler and then i've been doing some trials and i want to do some vdsa again with my normal group but one of my buds hasn't been on lately so we haven't he's the one that uh master or the maelstrom daggers that does wicked damage and that kind of actually brings me to something else um there's people 
on the Xbox cheating in Vet DSA. Like, really, really hardcore and getting scores of 50,000 plus. Uh, so, yeah. What people have been doing is starting it with a Vet 10 character, basically. And that Vet 10 character logging out after it's already started and then and another then they're logging on the other character that's max level or you know trying to get on mm-hmm. like that and they're going through it at really low level basically and getting these super high scores and i don't know it, it bothers me when people do things like that yeah i mean I, I don't know why would someone do that i mean the entire purpose of an mmorpg to me at least is unless you are role-playing or involved in uh, you know, the visual cool stuff mm-hmm. is progression. And if you are cheating your way through that progression, what that leaves you with? Nothing. I mean, I don't know. People so are I can only assume that they can't get through it regularly, and that's why they're doing it, but they also go on the leaderboard of 50,000, and they're top on the leaderboard, and there's physically no way to do that with even no deathing it. Does, um... Does that mean that their gear, the master weapons, drop at uh, the lower range? I do rank? not know, because I've not it's, done it. It could possibly be that they're just like easily farming for the. So weapons. what they, if they're not saying, let's say if the weapon is only like say CP10 or whatever, whatever level they did it at, that's the level they get their master weapon on. They're still on the leaderboard, so they're still going to get it for the weekly reward or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand cheating. It's weird. I don't know. I can't understand the mindset of cheating. Why would someone do that? Oh, to me, it takes all the fun away. But it Xbox is, is weird. Like, <laughs> so like you guys are talking about some role players in EU and. P- NA side on the PC, I never once saw any role players ever on the Xbox. Not once. I mean, it's it might be because, you know, Xbox didn't have, you know, a keyboard, you know, a typing kind of interface before. Yeah. Maybe, but we always had the voice chat, so they were still able to interact and whatnot. Yeah, yeah but I think I mean, people don't really like to do role play with their own voice and such. Yeah. They like to okay. be. They like to put themselves behind that persona of their character, and to use their own voice, I think, would uh, take them out of that um... persona. Yeah, take them out a bit. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, I mean, I've never role played, so I have no idea. I mean, as I an example, I also think it's an audience of the Xbox is a bit different from then PC audience. Yeah, that's where I was kind of leading yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, kind of changes um, what kind of people do in the game and how they work with the game. I think. I mean, my characters are, you know, mostly Nords with, you know, probably, not probably, obviously, doesn't sound like me. You know, if, <laughs> no, if nothing, I can do the accent of a Nord character. So if I were to try and, uh, you know, roleplay with voice chat, I would either have to be creating a new character or... It would be weird. A weird Nord. I don't know. So, uh, okay. That might be the reason. Yeah. Alright. So I was just kind of always kind of curious about that. Uh, and, uh, another thing I was actually thinking about is getting uh, an Elder Scrolls tattoo. 
So, I mean, it's not like a tails part, but mm-hmm. I've been looking at it designs. So, like, you know the Nord hero on the tra- skinema- cinematic trailers? Yep. Yeah. So I was thinking about getting that Nord hero, basically, but changing him a little bit so he was an orc instead. So, you know, a little bit green, have some tusks. And then also make the red band that was around his one horn blue because I play DC. Hmm. And, I'm like, changing sure. it a little bit like that. Never had a tattoo, but... Um, I don't know. I mean, it could be cool, but... Wouldn't it be too big, I guess, like, to, you know, big, eh. it's, it's a giant Nord in the trailers, you know? Well, well I've seen, um, I'm pretty sure people have got the, the um, trailer characters' tattoos. I'm mm-hmm. 100% sure I've seen a Nord hero tattoo before. I, I've definitely seen that, and that's what made me think of that. Because yeah. I was been looking for, like, an orc tattoo for a while, like, a symbol or something from ESO. And I was like, I, I don't know. And then I saw the Nord hero one, I was like, that looked kind of cool. It probably yeah, cost me a ridiculous amount of money, though. Yeah, it's funny, oh, Sarah. Actually. I've wanted an Elder Scrolls tattoo as well. I wanted the uh, Ebonar Pact symbol. Because, uh, red or dead, obviously. <laughs> but it's like, if you think about it, the game's been a big part of my life since 2014, 2013, to be exact, because I played it um, at Euro. Sorry, at Eurogamer. So that's almost, that's three years I've had this game in my life, and that's a long old time, especially um, with my age. That's a massive percentage. That's a big percentage of my life I spent on this game. So to get it on my skin, and uh, as a reminder, would be a nice thing. And to have the pack symbol, no, no, none of them yellows and blues now to mess with me. <laughs> and if someone who actually plays like ESO saw that, they'd be like, "Oh, that is really cool." Yeah. If they're well, a fan, so, I've got a, I've got a saint kind of like that. I've got um, Dark One from Harry Potter. So um. People who know Harry Potter will be like, oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. But it's also like people who won't know it are like, oh, that's a cool tattoo. So it kind of works both ways. But it's one of those yeah. things where when people understand it, you can have a conversation about it and they enjoy it. It's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, you could look, go ahead and do that. I mean, it, it would yeah. definitely look cool. Except yeah, that, I think your you idea know, is really good. I wouldn't go with Daggerfall, but it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think if you um work the... um. The orc with some armor on and um, like his cape being blue and such, it would be really cool. Yeah, so if I end up ever getting that, I will be posting that on my Twitter account and stuff. And like, oh, yeah. I'll be in Discord, be like, guys, check it out. <laughs> oh, Look yeah, at what cool. I can do. <laughs> you might force me to go get mine quick. So you get your covenant one and I'll get the uh, <clears throat> better packed one. <laughs> okay, Zergs. <laughs> oh. Oh. He just he just went there. I went there. <laughs> you know, okay, so when I was helping my buddy do his um and push that one time, it was basically there was not many any AD playing on, in that. It was skeleton key on the Xbox, I believe. And it was me, him and like two other people taking keeps versus 30 to 40 as uh, EP. And somehow we beat him. But <laughs> I just think I got Emperor I just led Zergs. <laughs> You know, th- there are there are two reasons. I mean, there is one reason why EP runs in Zergs, and there is one reason why you can beat them. Don't say that. Because it takes ten e- EP players to make one DC. <laughs> no, no. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> because Aldmeri Dominion are coward, and DC aren't 
potent enough warriors, mm. Ebonheart has to, you know, after the war, they need some proper battle. So they go in Zerts, they defeat the already covered or important enemy, and they start brawling with each other and have a party, have a feast. That's why they run in Zerts. And the reason you can beat them sometimes is because they are drunk. Not because anything else. There's a perfect explanation. <laughs> okay, just in general, though, I've noticed on, like, DC is people in Daggerfall do not know how to work together at all. That's that just the thing. so funny you said that. I've always said that. And this is quite, like, um... Bit mean, but I've always stereotyped each faction, and I mm -hmm. always said that DC are pretty loner players, if that makes sense. In the, in the sense of they'd rather play in small groups or on their because yeah, every time I've seen Pax players, uh, sorry, Covenant players, it's always been very silent, very silent. And of course, mm -hmm. Pax is always full of little kids, but. <laughs> I won't say what I think about Dominion. <laughs> so, like, on Xbox, that is really true. Like, same thing. Uh, uh, one of my buddies... Okay, I don't know if Hatteras on uh, your guys' servers are the main, like, uh, PvP. But for us, Hatteras is the biggest... Like, if you want to find a lot of people, you go to Hatteras. And one of my buddies, he only plays solo. He has over 100,000 kills in Alliance. Wow. Yeah, he, he's Crazy. good. Um, he actually bought me a bunch of the AP motifs. The um, starts with an A. I don't remember what the call it right now. Akaviri. Akaviri, yeah. And I was like, hey, can you help me get some of these? And he just sends me the whole book, basically. Because <laughs> he has oh, 10 oh, million oh, AP oh, on like each character. Those are expensive pages as well. Uh-huh. He just doesn't care. <laughs> That's all he does is PvP. And then I do dungeons with him every once in a while. Um, Sucker225 yeah. in chat says, What I find funny is with people I've talked to of different factions is every faction swears that the other two are working against them. That <laughs> That's is true. so true. <laughs> we call it orange. <laughs> orange or green. And... It's only because yeah. your faction always gets sandwiched between two others. You're like, oh my god, oh my god. Like, <laughs> nah, no, you're working together. There's Stop a bunch of that. orange over there, yeah. I can imagine, or like <laughs> 80s, probably like purple's coming. The purple's coming. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. That is true. You always think like they're working together, but it's not. It's just like you're the priority. Sometimes there are, though. I've been yeah, it, like, it does happen. <laughs> if you've got AD, that's Emperor, and if they own almost all the map, you're going to have Pact and Covenant working mm -hmm. together. There's no denying it. You can't let one faction dominate and fight each other. You've got to take out that dominating factor. factor. Faction. Oh my god, the words yeah. escape me. And, and you have some of your buddies switch their <laughs> characters and go on AD and be traitors and spies. Oh. And <laughs> That's a thing. That's one, one thing about one time real. How do I know you're joining my guild and not reporting my, my PvP tactics back? <laughs> wow. Um, if that's all... Um, we are actually bringing back, actually I thought we were bringing back, but um, we'll see, the reading section again. <laughs> now, um, before I have to say, 
if you have been following the show before, uh, maybe prior to you know episode 60 or sometime around then, uh, when Thais was still on the show, um, she was doing the reading section, and there is actually no um, way we are getting over that point because Thais has this had the you know the most amazing voices I've ever heard. So there is no way we are going to surpass that. However, reading was also my favorite part of Tales of Tamriel, and we had this running joke that the rest of the show was actually fillers. You know, Agelos and other hosts were actually fillers, and the reading was actually the core of Tales of Tamriel. And the section, what the section actually is, each week, um, we choose a book from the in-game or something to read, something Elder Scrolls related, and one of the hosts reads it. And um, after Thais left the show, uh, obviously the reading section was also removed. However, Avi and I thought, now that we have someone with a British accent and also a great <laughs> voice on the show, there is no reason for not bringing back the reading. So Ryan, if you are up to it, um, do you have the link? Uh, I could try it. No, I can't seem to find it. I've been looking for out for for it. Okay, um, I'll just send you the show notes because I copied it in the show notes as well. Oh, it's in the show notes. Yep. Okay, right after this, I want to show you something that I bought a long time ago before I even started listening to this show. Okay. Oh, I think I found it. Okay. Uh, before one second, um, this is actually not an original in-game lore or anything. This was a forum post that um. Danny Angion, I hope I didn't butcher. I probably butchered it. Um, wrote uh, as a fan fiction um, upon the release of One Tamriel. I'll leave a link in the description below because it's actually a long read and it's actually great writing. It's it's fun to read, so I encourage you to go ahead and read it. But we, what we are going to do is we are just going to read the starting section of the uh, post. Ryan, go ahead. The stage is yours. So you just, just want these two paragraphs? Yep. Okay, yep. Almost four years after the War of the Free Banners had begun, the stalemate in Cyrodiil remained. Countless efforts to push from the sea inside any of the Alliance's territories proved themselves a failure, and week after week, several keeps and cities in central Cyrodiil were acclaimed over and over by different colours. The stench of death and fire covered the air. The situation was unbearable. Something had to be done, and not even Queen Irene's determination, Skull King Yorin's bravery, and High King Emmerich's prowess could stand against them. The people fighting across Tamriel needed a respite. Awesome. Yeah, I, I definitely missed reading, and um, I say, you know, if, as long as, Ryan, you're up to it, I say we continue doing this. And I'm sure, you know... Uh, a lot of the people that listen as well will enjoy the reading sh sections as before. Yeah, so, that was yeah. pretty cool. I'd like to do it more and bring a few stories into mm -hmm. this. Quite like it. I throw a bit of lore in there, but um, I'm worried, you know. You know, Excuse me for any mistakes at word at the end. I didn't know that word. I've never seen it before. <laughs> and uh, my voice was like, oh my God, you know, this is like public speaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's okay. So, uh, it, was, it was awesome. It, it was awesome. Yeah, I need, uh, it happened. Yeah. It's fine. Cheers. It just takes some time to get used to, but that would be a cool thing to bring in. Something I could uh, help bring back, and that would be really nice. 
All right, so I'm going to turn on my video, like, excuse my messy room, and hopefully it actually works. Okay. Um, All right. One second, I'll have to re... I don't think okay. I can readjust, okay? They're oh, only can't? seeing the half of the screen, but they're seeing it. Just if okay, you move so it a I little bought... bit upwards, because... Okay, now, now, now it works. All right. So I bought this before I started listening to the show. Because um, I was listening to, oh, I want to say it was like, what was the other podcast that was role-playing? Like, I listened to them, and I listened to the thing Interregnum, and I really enjoyed it. So I'm like, there has to be a book. I want to read a book with the ESO. And I don't really like reading off my the, the TV screens for it, so I bought this, and I thought it was pretty cool. Um, like, I bought it from Bethesda.com, actually. Mm-hmm. I want to just... Right there, you know, like the best one. See that? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> but yeah, that that book is actually, you know, I bought it too. I actually had to search, you know, comic book stores here in Turkey for a while to actually find it. And it yeah. actually has a awesome structure, and I love the book. And the name mm-hmm, Tales of yeah. Tamriel, we actually joked a lot about, uh, you know, actually, no, I shouldn't say V because I wasn't on the show as a host back then, but uh, they actually joked a lot about, you know... Um, Gave some royalties. The, yeah, the co- copyright of the name. <laughs> but it, those books yeah. are awesome, that's for sure. Yeah, they're really cool. I've got both of them as well, the blue and the red one. They are amazing books. Maybe that'd be something to read from. Yeah, sure. I mean, it, it, it could work too. I, I didn't yeah, get the second one. Got, like, right here. <laughs> oh, the blue one. Um, it's the land, isn't it? Yeah. No, the red one's the land. Oh. No, the um, first one is land. I don't know the second one. What the second one is? I don't know, but I've got it in there. I've got um, I've got quite a lot of Elder Scrolls Online books because I got the um, oh, what's that special edition they sold for a hundred dollars? Uh, the guy, uh, uh, Emperor's Guide or something like that. Uh, no. Adventurer's Guide. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I've, I've got that, and that's got loads of really cool books in there. So, I mean, if you find something good to read in there, you can. I mean, you, you can definitely choose the readings. So, since you yeah, will be to the one to read it. There's some really cool stories in that uh, little snippet, so I can read that. Oh, pro tip. So yeah. Anyway, for doing your, like, if you're doing a dungeon with someone, you need to wait for your fourth person or whatever. Go mm-hmm. to your lore library and read some of those. Like they're pretty funny. I oh, yeah. can't remember which one it was I was reading, but I just picked one random one in the lore section, and it was talking about the cheeses and how red guards make this cheese that <laughs> screams. And I was just like, "This is an awesome story." <laughs> yeah, there's some great books, and it's uh, it's a shame that some of them most get people never even seen. Yeah, I mean, mm. I actually do a lot of in-game reading because one of my characters is a battle mage. Uh, in roleplay, and sometimes I end up, you know, roleplaying that the character is sitting at a corner reading a book. You know, so oh, what? So you actually you know, read the book? <laughs> so, so yeah, I actually open the law library and pick a book and read that. It's actually quite fun. It's pretty cool. That's actually a good idea to get some uh, some lore in you. Wow, um, we actually passed two hours. Wow. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> two hours ten. <laughs> yeah. Um. In that case, if you guys don't have anything to add, um, let's uh, move on to the final thoughts and closing and wrap the show up. 
Um, I've got one thing, but it's just kind of like a question in case you or anyone else in the chat knows what it is. So, since update 12, I've seen something. It's an animation. And it's really made me curious because I've never seen it before. It's obviously new, but I don't know what it is. Sometimes, I see players kneeling, opening a chest and looking into a chest, but it's not... Um, sorry. It's not a, like, chest that you open and get loot from. It's a small little chest that's like an animation, and when they're done, they just put the chest away. I don't know if you've seen it. Have you seen it, Ark? I think they added new... Um, what Collectibles? Um, yeah, collectibles, or uh, what are they? Mementos? or Mementos. Yeah, yeah I think they added oh, new of those, but I'm not sure. I, it I, might I, be a it part just of... really feels like... It feels like something, someone looking in some kind of menu. It's the only thing mm -hmm. I think. But then I thought it was someone looking in their inventory, but it's not. Because I've seen people opening the big boxes mm -hmm. to look in their inventory. So, I, I have no I idea. Know. Maybe someone will know in the chat. Maybe we'll see. Mm -hmm. But that's really made me oh. curious. I keep thinking about it like all day. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, in that case, Ryan, why don't you go ahead and go first with the... Final Thoughts closing, and you also mentioned... Oh, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a good night. A lot of people I've seen in the chat say that they like the general discussion we've had. And um, I think that's a decent thing, don't you? Oh, yeah. A lot of, uh, a lot of good just, just chat about game. There's nothing specific we've really been talking about in that sense. We've just been picking things up, so that was good. Um, yeah, you mentioned... Um, I'm doing a giveaway. Very cool giveaway. I've got it right next to me. Um, I am giving away the digital version of this. The Elder Scrolls Online Gold Edition, which comes with The Elder Scrolls Online, the entire game, Imperial City, Orsinium, Thieves Guild, and Dark Brotherhood DLCs, and a bonus horse. So you get four DLCs and a horse for completely free. DLCs stay to your account permanently, don't need to subscribe, don't need to buy them, they're stuck to your account, so that's the full game and four DLCs giveaway on my Instagram page at Search underscore SO now, many of you watching this probably already own Elder Scrolls Online so you can't enter because unfortunately this is the game and the DLC not just the DLC, but maybe you have a friend or someone you know who wants to get into the Elder Scrolls, you can throw them my way and again that's at, Elder, uh, at Search underscore ESO and um, yeah, keep up with my adventures on uh, YouTube, Rylook One Two Four. Do uh, Elder Scrolls Online videos, Twitter, uh, Twitter at Reality Gaming Rye, and Instagram that I've said many times now. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there you go, people. Um, a chance to get the gold edition of Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, very good. Um, just one more again. I've got to keep saying this because a lot of people, sorry, <laughs> sorry, but a lot of people keep entering it thinking they're going to get the DLC. And I just need to reiterate, I'm sorry again. If you own the game, I'm sorry, but you can't enter. You cannot get the DLC separately. Yeah. The DLC comes with the game. So you need to register the account and the game as a new thing, which includes DLC. All right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, how about you? Um, so you can find me on Xbox uh, at Sean O'Neill. Uh, that's S-H-A-W-N-O-W-N-U. And then you, my Twitter account for Elder Scrolls is ESO Endgame 1. That's E-S-O-E-N-D-G-A-M-E, -E -E, then the number 1. 
And yeah, go ahead, send me messages. I've been getting a few more followers on the Twitter account since then. And a few more people have been oh, going to the guild. Oh, uh, that reminds me. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to my main guild I hang out in, which is Mark Nasty. Kind of an 18 or over guild, because be safe than sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. All right. Well, um, it's been a great show. Uh, we kind of stumbled at the beginning, uh, both because you know I was tired. We had this um, difficulties. I kind of uh, lost my train of thought in there and start blabbering on about stuff. Um, sorry about all those. Uh, but otherwise, uh, it's been a great show. We had some proper news this week and. You know, it's it feels great to bring reading back. Thanks, Ryan, for that. Um, so good. You can find me everywhere as Arkanier. That is A R K H A N N A I. Oh wow. Uh, a R K H A N I I R. Um, I'm on Twitter. You can send me an in-game email if you want to. Uh, I'm using the same name as uh, as my email. That's Arkanier at gmail.com. Um, I also have a YouTube channel that is inactive, but every now and then I post uh, stuff from other games or our, from uh, videos from our Wings of Fate guild events. Uh, that being said, despite the fact that I am very sleepy, I'm actually planning to do a dueling tournament event um, that will happen probably half hour after the show, so if you are online, <laughs> um, if you want to come hang out, and if you are not in the guild, send me a message that will be on PC North American Mega Server. Um, you can find the show at dungeoncrawlernetwork.com, youtube.com slash dungeoncrawlernetwork, facebook.com slash dungeoncrawlernetwork, and um, we have Steam and PlayStation 4 groups. I'm not sure about the PlayStation 4 group, it's just in the uh, show notes. I'll have to check with Agilos on that, I'm not sure. Uh, if you want to help support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash dungeoncrawlernetwork or you can do so by subscribing to our YouTube channel, leaving a review on iTunes, or just telling a friend about us. That works too. Overall, thank you, chatroom. You have been very active today, and, you know, we always love that. We always love interacting with the chat as the best. You know, we can't always do the best job about it, but, you know, we try. Um, so, yeah, thank you all for coming. Have a good night. A serpent lights the ancient sky and red of tainted stars. Evil stirs and in its wake the souls of mortals sway. And so.
To the beauty of dawn. 